Do you like jumping? I have this feeling that for most riders who do not enjoy jumping, it's not actually the jumping, it's the bit in between the jumps. If you're having this constant tug of war with your horse, yeah, not all that enjoyable, is it? So today I want to talk about how you can more effectively use the space between the jumps, even if you're just into flat work. Hey there, my name is Lorna Leeson. I'm an equestrian trainer and coach and I help riders who are on their own, riding alone, going from feeling a little bit bored and stuck to having plans and outlines and goals so that they can successfully train their own horse but also become better riders as well. And today we're talking about that. So let us dive into all things jumping related. Now for many riders, as I said, they just don't like jumping. They're not into jumping. It's not what they want to do. They like doing flat work and that's marvelous. But I just want to kind of put it out there into the world that a lot, like an awful lot of the maybe top dressage riders or dressage coaches will actually encourage the inclusion of ground poles or raised poles in the horse's training, the horse and the rider's training. And it's there's lots of different reasons we could get into all the reasons, there's loads of them. But all I'm saying is that very often when we think of jumping, we think of it having to be these massive fences and we kind of think, oh, you know what, that's not really for me. But it doesn't have to be that. It can be small fences. It can be 30 centimeters or one foot, okay? Makes no difference. But what is important is that when we have jumps set up, it really and truly defines what has to happen. So when we're working on the flat, we can, I don't know, we can kind of say, oh yeah, it was kind of sort of what I was looking for. That's the general gist of what I was going for. But when we have something very definite, like a pole or a jump, it doesn't matter how big or small it is, it means that we have to get really, really accurate and we have to get really, really clear on what it is that we're actually going for, what we're looking for, what the purpose of the exercise is. And we have this very measurable way of kind of noting if we happen to make that happen or not. Okay, so jumping is really good for that. It just helps to, I feel like, focus things a little bit more. And where I would start or suggest starting, if you're kind of thinking, oh, okay, I'll give it a go, would be working on the track or the line. Now, lines are not just for jumping and neither are tracks, okay? Obviously, whenever you're riding, there's lines and tracks. Like if you work off of the outside track and you're working just maybe two or three or five meters on the inside track of an arena, you are riding a line. You're really and truly in charge of making sure that you and your horse stay in that line. But again, when we're jumping, yeah, it's more definite. It, there is kind of this start point and this end point, okay? And I really do believe that all riders need to know how to ride a line. And again, regardless of what your actual goal is with riding, okay? Being able to ride the line is going to help you and your horse remain focused, stay on track, and basically keep you going the best possible way forward and keeping the energy flowing that way as well, okay? Okay, so where I'd suggest starting with this is to start on the straight and simply being able to ride between two points without wandering, wandering here, there and everywhere, okay? 
And then from there, begin to work on the track, maybe staying on the track as you ride through a turn or a curve, okay? And being able to ride a line through um, maybe a bend or something like that. And then when you feel confident with that, put poles in. Put poles in to mark A and B, beginning and end, okay? And again, start in the straight, work through a curve or work through a bend, see what you can do, okay? And the poles there will, I feel they can be really eye-opening in that sometimes we feel like we're doing it right and it's going great when we're like working just on our own solo in the arena. And then when we have these markers, this definitive beginning and end, yeah, we can often see where we are actually getting off track. Okay, from there, begin to notice the weak points. Now, the weak points is where energy is being lost, okay? And this energy can be lost for you, for your horse, or maybe the both of you. So it could be an outside shoulder, or it could be an inside hind leg, okay? But either way, if you can figure out where you and your horse are losing energy, you can begin to work on strengthening those weaker points, and because of this, create more flow, okay? So, when we can begin to really and truly begin to create this flow and we begin to notice where the leaks are, we begin to block the leaks, okay? That's where we can eventually begin building up to true impulsion, which is important if you do want to go further in your training with your horse, okay? And remember, all horses and riders, maybe not all, but the very vast majority have weak spots, okay? So, once you've identified you and your horses using these like poles or tracks or lines, okay, between fences or between poles on the ground, you can then begin to find exercises that will help train and strengthen and develop specific problem areas that you've identified either within yourself or within your horse, okay? It is a process. It is going to take time. It is going to take consistency. But I do feel that if you can get it narrowed down to realizing, hold on, every time I do this, this happens. How do I prevent that? You are going to really and truly begin to move forward with your horse. Okay, from there, think about the rhythm. I do love rhythm. Rhythm is really important. And I think for many riders, it's a strange thing. When we initially start riding, rhythm just seems like... K, like piece of cake, hey? And then as you get more into, I don't know, understanding rhythm, realizing how important it is, all that fun stuff, we actually figure out that, hold on, this is actually a little bit more difficult and challenging than I first thought. So think about developing the rhythm. Can you maintain, can you establish, first of all, and then maintain a certain amount of energy to get where you want to go? Um, and can you then maintain the rhythm in the space between the fences as you're doing? Doing this okay um, I do think that a lot of riders might experience changes in the tempo okay and especially on the approach to the fence and remember tempo is part of rhythm they are they're not the same thing but they are very much related um, and it could be like a quickening of the footfalls okay and often this can lead to the loss of relaxation so I do believe as well that rhythm and relaxation kind of go hand in hand and when you lose one you generally tend to lose the other as well okay so you will begin to notice that and very often riders fail to see that the actual excess tension maybe or the lack of tension necessary is actually due to a lack of rhythm and if they could begin to work on the rhythm issue that would actually begin to help 
the relaxation challenge that is very noticeable and is showing up, but may be a symptom of the actual bigger issue, which is the rhythm, okay? I would suggest starting over ground pulse and then from there beginning to put up jumps. I think if you start with jumps initially, it might just complicate the issue. And um, so I do think ground pulse are a great way to go. And then finally, become more aware. Now I'm saying this because when we are using jumps and poles, again, it's very kind of defined. There's these like two things that we are using to gauge how well we're doing okay and we're using the bit between the two things to gauge that okay but very often it is actually the rider it's what the rider is doing so maybe getting ahead of the movement and um, can be a big challenge or getting behind the movement can also be a challenge okay it could be that you've a lot of stories in your head regarding jumping so you've too much tension going on in your body okay there's lots of ways that our actual thoughts and not just that then what we're physically doing is actually changing the the outcome for us and again if we use fences we can see that we can begin to really and truly notice this you want to be able to consistently model to your horse what you actually want from your horse okay and if you can do this you'll find that things will begin to improve okay for many riders the opposite happens they go out with the best of intentions like I am going to be this I am going to be relaxed I'm going to be all the things and then once they kind of get into the thick of it so in this case they've popped over the first pole or the first feints and they the horse maybe is doing something different and instead of them remaining the rider remaining on course and modeling for the horse the rider almost gets sucked into the horse's drama and the rider lets the horse model for them and this is what you don't want to happen okay so if you can get really really clear with your intentions and then be able to be an, enough or have enough awareness and um, self-awareness regarding this you can then begin to ask your horse to come join you in this place where you can actually model for him what's going on so all this to say if you have not begun to use jumps before in your training I'm going to highly encourage you to do so and remember they don't have to be huge they can be small they can be um, poles on the ground even it makes no difference but what they will do is they are going to help to focus you and to focus your horse a little bit more it's going to give you this measuring stick that you can use to see actually how well you and your horse are doing and also it adds a little bit of variety. And sure we all love a little bit of variety, don't we? Okay, if you're interested in learning more about this and perhaps even getting started with this, I'm gonna invite you to come and join me inside of Connection because May 2022 is all about actually using this space between jumps in order to help you and your horse. And all the episodes and the lessons are in there waiting for you if you want to use them to really and truly begin to I don't know, move things forward for you and your horse. Do something different, get a couple of ideas and then have more fun and get more progress as well. So you can find out all the details over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash connection. Okay, I'm gonna leave it at that. Have a great week, keep well. I'll chat to you soon. Be good, bye.